Welcome back to Kevin J. Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Hope you're having a great Tuesday morning. Captain Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Bobby Marks is the front office insider for ESPN. And ESPN.com, he joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the CarX man. Bobby, it's uh, Captain Jay Hood. Thanks so much for your time. Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing well, thank you. Uh, our head spinning, Patrick Beverly, is coming back home to Chicago uh, to the Bulls. So how much does that move really move the meter for this Bulls team? Well, I mean, I think the move is probably to try to inject some life in the next, whatever, 23, 24 remaining games here. Um, I mean, you're two games out of the play-in. Um, you've played lethargic basketball. Um, you've seen Beverly's track record, whether it be in um, with the Clippers or Minnesota or even this year in, um, you know, with the Lakers here. So, yeah, I mean, buyout guys don't change the needle <laughs> or push the needle. I mean, it's just it's the reality of it. There, there's a reason why you're, you know, you're, 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 you're waived or you're bought out of your contract at this stage of, you know, of, of the season here because you're on a team that's likely going to the – to the lottery like Patrick was in in, uh, in in Orlando here, and um, will he help? Yeah, he'll help. But does it does it move the needle where you know Chicago all of a sudden we're talking about them hosting a home playoff game in a playing tournament? I, I I don't see that happening here. I mean, if it does, it would be a great story here. But you know, it's a team that you know as we've seen is not going to have. Um, you know, Lonzo, you're you know certainly thin at the guard position already here, and he can. He can certainly uh, inject, you know, you know, some life in the next, I guess, two months of the season. So, Bobby, as you look at this team, they're not going to get Victor Wembanyama unless they get unbelievably lucky, like they did with Derrick Rose in the draft. So, how do you fix this thing? Because I truly believe they have an overmatched front office that did an awful job constructing this roster. They knew going into the season they had no perimeter shooting. They addressed it by getting none. They let Max Struess walk out the door when those guys get hired because he was injured. He's a pretty good player down in Miami. How do you fix this thing? Well, you fix it. I mean, there's one or two ways you fix it. Either you kind of, you know, you pivot and you look at trade options for your core guys. I think the, the Vucevic decision will be important. Um, who's an unrestricted free Would you re-sign here. him? Um, I would. I think there's a there's a number though. I'm not signing into more than twenty million dollars. I don't think centers in this this day and age are you know unless you're Embiid or Jokic or one of these top guys. I I, I don't I don't see. I, I'm not paying him twenty million dollars a year. I mean I'm comfortable paying him in the fourteen fifteen million dollar range. That's fine. I mean I think there's a you know there's a pecking order for you know how you. Play, uh, pay players, and that's kind of where I, I see it here. But I think how you how you fix it is, is that, as I said, you either pivot, and pivot is you know probably experience a little bit of pain where you're you're moving off some of your your core pieces here. I think the other way is that you've got to like you know rely on your personnel department to find these under the, whether it be you know you're, you're likely losing your pick to Orlando unless it, it falls in the you know in the, in the top there. Um, 
you don't have a second, right? That's going to um, I think that the Wizards have that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to find you got to find the under under the radar guys here. I mean, you got to find guy the undrafted the the guys the, the minimum guys that hopefully can help and and kind of solidify a little bit of your your back end of your roster. You need Down Terry to develop here. You know, Patrick Williams will be going to the fourth year here. So. That's the, I mean, that's where you're, you're looking at it here. I, I get it. I understood where, you know, where they were. I, and we also kind of saw a little bit of the writing on the wall, how the season ended. The likelihood was that Lonzo was not going to be ready. We, you know, we're not going to see him all year. So the, your decision was that you let Zach walk for nothing. Um, do you bring him back at a, at a big number? Um, or do you work, do you look at sign and trades here? Um, and so eventually now you're faced with, you know, there's a good chance you don't make the play. The um, you know the the playing. Um, you're limited with your assets here. So as I said, you you basically have to you have one or two ways, right? You're either pivoting off this roster, or you're going to try to hold on. Um, and you're 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 relying on your personnel department to kind of find these under the radar guys, which is not easy. I mean, that is not easy to do at all. Bobby Marks with us here on Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Bobby, did you say maybe two or three weeks ago, looking at this roster, you would think that maybe you'd do an overhaul, that you would do something different with this team? Because, you know, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, without a, a lead guard, it just doesn't work. It, it just doesn't. It, the dynamic does not work well enough for them to be a contender. Did you have a feeling a few weeks ago looking at this roster, hey, maybe they should start over? I don't know about starting over. Starting over is ridiculously hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, starting over, bot, like basically just knocking the house down is really, really hard because you could be there forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you'll be, you could be Sacramento for 14 years. Maybe that, not that long, but you could, you could <laughs> I mean, it'll take a long time. I do think there's a way to kind of pivot. I mean, I think we saw what in, in Indiana, we saw it in Utah that, you don't have to kind of hit rock bottom. You can move off certain players and still be competitive, but you know, build up your draft assets here. You know, um, you know that's probably the one thing you know that's possible. Um, you know, and, and, and instead of being kind of in on that treadmill of mediocrity, you could still be on the treadmill of me- mediocrity, but have a little bit more of kind of um, you know light at the end of the tunnel here. And I think, and how does that happen, right? I mean, it ha- probably happens with moving off probably Demar or or Zach. I mean, you're going to have a decision this offseason. Demar's going to be in the probably in the last, he's going to be in the last year of his contract. I'm sure he's going to be looking for a, a four year, 140 million dollar extension here. And are you comfortable doing that? Probably not. Um, so that's probably what you're going to be faced with in the um, you'll be faced in, in the off season is basically kind of choosing between one of those two players and if it's not if if you're moving one of them can you build up your draft assets can you get some nice young players that are on controllable contracts and just kind of build it that way. Bobby Marks with us here on Cap J Hood on ESPN 1000. I'm a huge fan of watching you on TV, listening to you. I think you do such a great job of breaking it down so the average fan can understand cap ramifications and all the different things. I also feel like this organization, Gar and Pax, Arturis and Eversley, have never prioritized perimeter shooting in a game that has now changed to, if you can't shoot the ball, you can't win. I'm watching us play the Bucks the other night, and A.J. Green is, I think, 6 of 7 
from three. Yeah. They've got Drew Holiday, shoots 38% from three. Brooke Lopez, 37% from three. Chris Middleton makes threes. Grace Allen makes th- Grayson Allen makes threes. Pat Connaughton makes threes. Javon Carter is 41.7 from three. How in the H can a front office in today's <laughs> times not go get any shooting? Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, if you're in the red every night from, you know, your difference from what your opponent's doing and what you're doing, I don't care if you're shooting 65% in the paint uh, or, you know, on twos, but if you're shooting 11 of 29 and your opponent's, you know, 16 of 30, you're likely going to lose those games. I mean, that's the reality of it here. And when you don't have perimeter, um, you know, uh, presence on the on the perimeter here, uh, man, it puts a lot of pressure on you. You basically have to play perfect basketball during uh, during a game here, and that's something. Yeah, that's something that's you know, Demar is not a three point shooter, right? Nope. Great mid range here. Zach kind of you know comes and goes, right? When he gets going, he gets going here. Um, and then you kind of look at the rest of the, the roster here as far as what. Um, you know, whether it be Derek Jones or, you know, even Dragic, who you signed in the offseason, you know, Vooch, you know, um, Patrick, like the list goes on. There's not three guys that you say, well, you know what? He's our specialist, right? Shooting 38% from three. We can throw him in when we're down five points. And that's the hard part is that when you get you get down, it's hard to kind of climb out of, you know, some of these, these holes here. And um, how does this, how do you, I mean, the big thing, of course, you guys know is sustaining these leads. And that's kind of been the, the big Achilles heel for this team. Bobby, lastly, and we appreciate your time, you know, during the Super Bowl, Cap and I were going back and forth about NFL teams who have the best front office. You know, I think uh, Cap took Kansas City. I took the Eagles as far as front office and sustained success. When you look at the NBA, and there's a lot of good organizations, but when you look at one in particular, you know, what stands out as far as the best structure? Not just winning, but structure. Yeah. Well, winning and winning environment. Sustainable roster. Yeah. I think Miami, you know, I mean, not just because I live down here in Florida. I mean, I just look at, like, can you sustain when a player goes down? And when, can you sustain when you lose a key player in free agency? Um, and, you know, I think what Miami's been able to do um, – you know, so yeah, I mean, you get to an Eastern Conference Finals, you get to an NBA Finals, but I mean, you look at what they've, I mean, and they missed on the Lowry, you know, I mean, that's been a kind of a, a little bit of a bust here, but you find, as you said, Gabe Vincent, Max, um, you know, Duncan Robinson before that big contract, Tyler, you know, like they just find guys, whether it be through their G League team, and they have, all right, you know what, we're going to roll out eight guys tonight, you know, and this is who we are. And we're going to win 50 games every year. It doesn't matter if Jimmy Butler plays 40 or, or doesn't here. And I think that's the big thing as far as what separates front offices is that when you have a sustainable roster that can withstand injuries or when players leave in free agency. Hey, before we let you go really quick, Patrick Williams. I like him. I saw them give up on Lowry Markin and now a guy's an all-star. This kid's 21 years of age. Your thoughts on him? Yeah, I'm not ready, you know, to kind of, you know, let him go here. I think he probably learned a little bit from the, what happened with Lori. Um, you know, and I felt like he played well in Cleveland last year. Um, his age, I think he still has upside. I think you're probably asking maybe too much from him. But I think when you when you have players who are, you know, three years in, um, you know, you're not ready to kind of walk away from. I think it would just be, that, you know, he's extension eligible, um, you know, this off season here. Is there a number you're comfortable with? Are you willing to kind of play out the season here? But, you know, big wings like him, um, you know, 
it's hard to find. I mean, every team, there'd probably be a, a list of teams waiting for him if he ever became available in, in free agency or in a trade here. So, yeah, I don't, that probably wouldn't be the guy I would, you know, would say, you know what, that's the guy we're going to pivot from. We're going to move. We can get a bunch of draft picks and everything. But no, that's the type of players you need to kind of, you know, build, you know, build within. Bobby, as always, we appreciate your thoughts. Thanks so much for coming on the show, as You're always. The man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It is uh, Bobby Marks from ESPN, the front office insider with us here on Cap and J. Hood. The Cap and J. Hood Cut of the Day is coming up next on Chicago's Home for Sports.